people always say, don't let success go to your head. But I say, don't let failure go to your head. Like, be okay with it. Like, get out there, try stuff. And if you fail, who cares? Like, just try something different. Keep going. Like, we tend to have this feeling that if we try something and it doesn't work out, that we're never going to be able to recover. And again, my experience has kind of shown me that that's just, that's a false reality. Like, you can get out there, try something. If it doesn't work, just try something different. Most people will never even remember you tried the first thing, but just keep going. Never let failure go to your head. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon Podcast. Making the world a better place by unleashing human potential will help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Nagy. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My guest today is Tom Geddes, who is a former restaurant manager in Oklahoma. Tom always wanted to be self-employed and free from the butt smooching of the corporate world. He wanted success bad enough that he picked up his family, including two small children, and moved to beautiful Maui, Hawaii. Starting from zero, Tom embarked on building a local marketing consulting business and promptly fell on his face. It seems Hawaiians were lovely people until you tried to sell them something. But he persevered and learned from his mistakes. Today, he is arguably one of the most successful in his niche and expecting to grow over 100% this year alone. After achieving success with his local marketing, Tom leveraged his experience and knowledge to start teaching others online. Now, through this website and his new What's the Secret podcast, he is going to be sharing with you exactly how he did it. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Tom's entrepreneurial journey and how he built a seven-figure online business after getting fired and being unemployed for a while. He also talks about how and why he started his own podcast, the What's the Secret podcast. In the middle of the episode, we dive deeper into Tom's Milkit method, which is an acronym that stands for Market, Ideal, Launch, and Kaching. And Tom also talks about how to build vitally successful and profitable online services and products using his Milk It method. Closer to the end, Tom reveals where you can download his free Milk It method guide. And we also deconstruct what it takes to scale an online business from six figures to seven figures and the importance of building an audience. On top of all that, in the end, Tom recommends amazing books to the listeners. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Tom Geddes to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Tom, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Aloha. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, aloha. Thank you so much for coming on <laughs> from Maui, Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I am on a rock in the middle of the Pacific. Rock and rock. Currently, currently still in lockdown mode. Yeah. But, oh, man. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to... Uh, learn more about you, learn more about what you're up to. You're a former restaurant manager turned seven-figure entrepreneur, official member of Forbes Business Development Council, and co-founder of Offline Sharks, a company that delivers the most up-to-date, proven, and tested training covering all areas of marketing and advertising for online and offline professionals. And so I want to start this conversation... Yeah, first of all, uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about what, uh, how, how is the situation in Hawaii? I have never been to Hawaii, and I'm really excited to hear more about your entrepreneurial journey because you had this huge transitioning, obviously, from being a um, restaurant manager and becoming a seven-figure entrepreneur. 
Yeah, it still sounds really surreal to hear people say that. Like sometimes <laughs> I have to pinch myself to make sure that I'm not just dreaming when I hear that stuff because it just seems very, uh, I don't know, I don't feel any different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can like, imagine. I'm the, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same guy, but it's like, it's just, it's it's a, an odd feeling. But yeah, well, so yeah, I'm in uh, Maui, Hawaii. I actually uh, moved here in 2010. I'm originally from Oklahoma. Mm. And uh, I have two young daughters and my wife. We all moved here. We love Maui. Uh, you know, it's beautiful here. It's um, it's really crazy at the present time because you know, you if you turn on the news at all, that's like all this, you know, all this um, fear and everything going on. And then you walk out your front door, and it's still a gorgeous blue sky and gorgeous sunsets, and yeah, yeah. you know, the ocean still slapping against the beach. So, <laughs> um. But, you know, my my routine really hasn't changed that much, you know, being, um, you know, doing a, a lot of work from my home office is what I did anyway. So I'm actually getting a lot more done and I feel like I've been busier than ever, Yeah. even though everything else seems to be, you know, kind of shut down. But we're just chugging along. So, yeah, maybe um, I guess just to tell you a little bit about kind of how I got here, mm, yeah. how we ended up here on this podcast. Um, you know, I was a restaurant manager, corporate restaurant manager for a long time. And when I moved to Maui, I was actually a manager here at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Wow. And <laughs> love the movie. Yeah, so I <laughs> seen your picture yeah. on the, yeah, uh, with the <laughs> yeah. shoes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's it. That was in front. So wow. uh, I moved here. I was a manager there. And about eight months into that gig, uh, I got fired and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And I had always had this desire to have my own business and, you know, and be an entrepreneur. And I had, you know, I had dabbled a, a, in a few things on the side. Like I had tried my hand at affiliate marketing. Um, and you know, I had, I had, I had gotten one site to where I was making like a hundred bucks a month, but I could never really, could never really scale that business out. You know, I was working a lot of hours as a restaurant manager, of course, a wife, two little kids. Plus, I really wasn't, um, you know, I was really spending a lot of my time learning and I wasn't really spending a lot of my time taking action. And so mm. I kind of I kind of lived in that that hamster wheel, you know, of just trying to get ready to get ready. And it wasn't until I ended up in Maui that I got fired that I thought, hey, this is it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to actually get serious and and really try to grow a business here. So I knew a little bit about building websites, right? Just simple <laughs> WordPress websites. I don't, I don't really consider myself a techie person. I'm not like, I don't know how to code. I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but I could put together some, you know, some okay looking WordPress websites and so I started going around to, you know, reaching out to local businesses to do, you know, website development and promptly went nowhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I got I got no clients and uh, I was getting pretty frustrated. And, you know, I was on unemployment at the time and my unemployment was about to run out. And gosh, I had to make a decision, you know, like, am I going to keep trying to do this or wow. am I going to? Wow throw in the towel and get a regular job. You know, uh, Maui is not an inexpensive place to live. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that it was, the walls were starting to close in and I happened across an idea that a guy in the States had, uh, he had this, it's like a kind of like a jumbo postcard. It's like a nine by 12 postcard. And basically you section it off. So you have seven ads on each side. And you just go around and you get people to buy the ads and then you mail it out to the community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You mail out like 10,000 of these. And I thought, well, this seems like this is something a little different. It seems like something businesses would relate to. So yeah, yeah. I went, I went down to office max and I had this, um, I had a, um, you know, like a mock-up made of this thing laminated and I just started walking around to businesses and I was like, Hey, I walk in and I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make this card going to have ads on it. I'd like you to be on there. I'm going to mail it out to 10,000 people. You know, it's 500 bucks to mail to 10,000 people, which is a really great deal. Wow. Are you interested? And <laughs> yeah, what happened was in seven days, I signed up 16 businesses. Wow. And 
Yeah, so I I not only um, pocketed a little over four grand in profit, but it generated you know like around seven grand in sales in seven days. And now I had this. I had sixteen businesses that I had no relationship with before that were now paying clients. And so I started to build my local agency off of that. So I started. You know, I continued to do these mailers and I started talking to these people about other services like, hey, I can redo your websites. I can help you with SEO. I can help you with social media. And now that they they trusted me, right, like we were already doing business together, the, closing those kinds of deals became a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And eventually what I ended up doing was building a community resource website to go along with this mailer. And so now I would just reach out to businesses. I would give them a free listing on this website you know, I could upgrade them to a paid premium listing that had all these bells and whistles. And as I filled up this community site, like I was able to talk to them about other ways I could help them with their marketing. And I, I grew a client base that way. And so as that's going along, you know, I still had this thought in my head about, mm-hmm. you know, um, developing multiple streams of income and also, you know, you know, not tying myself down to um, just having to deal with businesses in Hawaii. So I knew there were other people out there that were trying to do this, right? That, that wanted to yeah. help local businesses with their marketing. Yeah, they see it as a way to generate income for themselves and help these businesses. So I thought, well, hey, why don't I put, I'll put out a course and I'll just show people how I did this with this mailer. And so I put this course together. I launched it. Mm. It, it was crazy. It sold like 2000 copies, like right out of the gate. And, uh, in the meantime, after I launched that product, I I met another guy here on the island, Nick Ponty, who had his own marketing agency as well. He was trying to grow his. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I put out this product. I got these results. Like, why don't we team up and put out products showing people how we're getting clients? And so that's how Offline Sharks was born. That was in 2016. Wow. And Offline Sharks has just really taken off. Like, it is just, it's, 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 it's really crazy how much it's grown. We have a huge community, thousands and thousands of people. We have a Facebook group. I think that has almost 8,000 people in it. Wow. And um, yeah, we have buyers and just people trying to help each other out. So we really built this community of people, you know, that, that are looking to start their own business by helping local businesses with their marketing. And, you know, in the process of building that, I, I got to learn how to grow an information business because we were selling information. And so, um, you know, just this past, just at the beginning of this year, uh, I launched TomGaddis.com and I started my own podcast called What's the Secret? And that's a place where I can go and talk about how we built Offline Sharks, right? How we're, how we grew that community, how we continue to provide value and put out courses and, and all the things like that. So, yeah, so that's kind of how we ended up where we are now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's really kind of what I've what I've got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. Super awesome. Super exciting. Um, And first of all, thank you so much for sharing that. So there were a couple of things, right? Uh, First of all, your journey, what I heard was there was a time where you were just experimenting with different things and something just came to my mind. First of all, I used to work as an architect, so I I kind of like left my uh, original profession and started this uh, thing, Mindset Horizon, that I do now, that I do focus on now. And what I w- wanted to say is that uh, I really love the show uh, Impact Theory by Tom Bilyeu, or with Tom Bilyeu, and he talks about, or in one of his uh, talks, he mentioned that don't be afraid to be lost for a while, which I felt definitely when I you know, left my corporate job and I was experimenting with different things. I didn't really know where I was going. And in your story, I just, you know, felt that there was some kind of uh, a phase where you were experimenting with different things. And maybe that's a good message for people who are thinking about starting their online business or uh, business, any kind of business. Because I normally have two groups of people in my mind. And one of them is really people who wanna leave their corporate job for some reason and they wanna start their own business. And your story is, first of all, inspiring, and there's a lot to learn from that. And um, I want to dive a little bit deeper into the 
Well, let's say uh, the question is, what's the secret, right? So that's that's your podcast. What's the secret? And uh, everybody wants to know the secret. And you mentioned, for example, community. I know you uh, in one of your articles, you talked about building an audience and uh, focusing on, um, you know, uh, niching down your market. And so when it comes to, let's say, the skill set, business strategy, marketing strategy of building uh, a seven figure business online, or maybe let's say focusing on information business, like what are some of the most important principles people should know about this space? That is a great question. And, you know, it's interesting because I actually have, there is a method to my madness, right? Like I have mm -hmm. a framework and a method that I apply, that I applied from the beginning to grow my agency. And I applied it to offline sharks to grow that to where we are today. And that, that method is really the, you know, the big picture view, the underlying strategy that makes everything work. And it's funny because mm -hmm. I was, uh, my plan was to write a book about it, right? And when, oh, yeah, all, yeah, when, yeah. when all this stuff happened with, you know, the coronavirus and all these things, like, I thought, man, I, you know, this is information I think people need today more than ever, because if they, if they understood this method, if they had this blueprint, if they really got this, like they could replicate what I've done and what other people have done. And so I decided to just go ahead and start getting it out there. So it's called the, it's called the milk it method and it's how to turn your idea, skill, product, or knowledge into a huge cash cow. And the reason I call it the milk it method is because milk is an acronym and it stands for market, idea, launch, and kaching. And when you understand these four steps, like it just opens everything up. You're like, oh, I get it. Like, okay, if I just apply these things, right, that this will work. Yeah. And let me give you an example. So let's just take the the postcard thing, right? Or yeah, or the online directory site. So I knew that uh so to do it, I need to start with the market, right? So I looked around and I thought, okay, well, what market? What market can I go after here on Maui? And looking around market or looking around Maui, you know, there are a lot of, you know, we're a very heavy tourist, you know, tourist yeah. island. And so yeah. there's a lot of tourism businesses and almost all of the marketing companies focus on the tourist related businesses. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I thought, well, that that's an opportunity because we have all these businesses that really cater to local people like pet shops and auto mechanics and, um, you know, there's cleaning companies and electricians and, uh, you know, handymen and, and, you know, businesses that don't rely on tourists and they don't have any place to get the word out. Because mm -hmm. as I was talking to some of these businesses, it became clear to me that they'd tried a lot of these different tourist advertising avenues, like that we have a lot of magazines and things like that that go out and none of them would work for the really local businesses. So they were pretty frustrated. So, so now I have a market, right? R local businesses. And that's an example too of niching down. I didn't try to go after every business on Maui. I didn't even try to go after the biggest industry, which is tourism. I got really narrow and said, okay, I want to see if I can help the really local people, you know, the ones that really mm. need the local business to survive. Yeah, yeah. So now that I have a market, I thought, well, okay, let's find an idea. What can I do to help these people? And so one thing I think people don't realize is the idea of how you're going to help them doesn't have to be an original thing. Like, you know, I was thinking of things I could come up with myself, but I was also looking around at a lot of different stuff to see if anything, you know, would help these people. And that's how I stumbled across this postcard idea right? It wasn't my original idea. It's, a, you know, it's an idea that's been around for a long time, but I thought, okay, this seems like something good that really would help these local type focused businesses. So I've identified a market. Now I have an idea. I'm going to do this postcard. So now the key is once you have your idea, now we need to launch it and we want to get our, we want to start collecting money as quickly as possible, right? Mm -hmm. Which was another reason that I picked this postcard idea was because I could just make a mock-up. I didn't really have to 
have anything in place to go out and start getting money from local businesses to advertise on there. So now I go around, so I'm taking action, right? I'm talking to businesses, I'm getting money. As the money's coming in, I'm using that to finance the operation because I was pretty broke at the time. Yeah. And yeah, wow. so now that the money's coming in, now the kaching part, which is, okay, now we've got these people signed up on this postcard. So what are some other things we can do for them to bring money in? Well, we can offer them other services, right? So yeah, now they're yeah. paying me to be on this postcard and now we're offering them other services. So we're creating multiple streams of revenue, right? And yeah. now the way this kind of ties into the online business, because I, I think this is another really good example of this whole thing, mm -hmm. is I think another mistake people make is when they think of multiple streams of revenue, they think that they need to have new businesses. Like somebody who has multiple streams of revenue is someone who has five or six different businesses, but it doesn't have to be like that. Like in my case, what I did was I took something that I know was working. So here I have these clients. I'm getting them in my local agency. Now I look at that business and I say, okay, how can we monetize this business even further? Well, is there a market that would be interested in what I'm doing here? And so I looked around and I discovered, yes, there is. There are other people, freelancers, graphic designers, website designers, that really have a hard time getting their businesses off the ground and have a hard time getting clients. So now I've identified another market. I say, okay, well, what can we, what's an idea? What's something we could bring to that market? Well, we could put out a product and show them how we're getting clients. So now we have a, a market, we have an idea, right? Launch, I just, you know, I signed up for ClickFunnels because it was really easy and inexpensive. I created a membership inside ClickFunnels. Yeah. And I launched the product. Now we're getting money in, right? Mm -hmm. And as that money's coming in, we start going, okay, well, what else can we do? How else can we serve these people that are coming in? So, you know, we started a paid monthly membership. We started doing webinars. We started a Facebook group and started building a community. So, you know, now we have all these different streams of revenue coming in, not just from the agency, you know, and those clients, but now we have this whole customer base of people that are learning from us. And so you, that same formula, milk, market, idea, launch, kaching, it works, you know, whether you have a brick and mortar business or whether you're trying to do an online business. And a lot yeah. of times you can apply it. Like if you, if you're a service type person, if you're a CPA, you know, there, I'm sure there's a market out there online of people that are interested in CPA type stuff that, you know, so you could just apply that method to take what you're already doing in your business, but, you know, grow it exponentially by being able to serve that information to more and more people online through courses, through, you know, maybe a monthly membership where they're paying for access for advice, different things like that. What is up Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode and we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. As a mission and impact driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary and change maker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I launch a 12-week group coaching program every single month with four people where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility, and scale your online presence and business. In order for you to see that podcasting is something that you want to start, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call, or simply shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at mindsethorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's mindset transforming conversation. The Milk Up Method is really my secret weapon, right? So wow, whenever I wow. look at something... That's what I do. I always say, okay, well, we we always start with the market. And 
you know, that's another area people tend to just gloss over. They always want to start with the product or the idea, but you really have to make sure you have a market, you know, people that are going to buy it. And the hungrier that market is, the better, right? The more they buy, the more people they buy from, you know, if there's a lot of people in a market, that's a good sign. I don't shy away from that because that means there's money floating around out there and it's probably easier for me to get some of that than if I go to a market where someone hardly sells anything. Wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are some really great insights there. So thank you so much for sharing those. And um, first of all, I wanted to get back to one question because you said, what else can we do to help or serve those people, which is, you know, you were talking about the idea. So it doesn't have to be some kind of an original idea. It can be simply something, as you mentioned, uh, something service, uh, something useful to the market or to a certain you know, a group of people. And so I was just wondering, because it's very similar with my podcast and, you know, uh, how can I serve my audience? How can I, first of all, who is my target audience and how can I serve them better? How can I create content that is useful for them? So that's why I have this uh, groups of people in my mind and, you know, always thinking about how can I help them with the content. And I think it's very similar with the products and services. And so I was just wondering if, um, you know, people are wondering, um, how can I, you know, identify a market online? So when I start from scratch, like, what should I do? Um, where should I go? What would you tell those people? Because, um, you know, it can be a little bit daunting, especially in the beginning. If someone wants to start an online business from scratch, maybe it's, you know, um, service-based business, maybe it's an information uh, business, like where should they start? Yeah, well, I think you have, you have, you have people that are going to be in one of two positions, right? They're either <laughs> going to already have an idea of what they want to sell. Like maybe they already think like, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea for an online course. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that course together and sell it. And what most people would do is start building the course. And I, I would suggest that that's the wrong approach. Like when you're in that position, you should look at oh, say, okay. Uh, you should say, okay, wait a minute. Before I ever put anything together for this course, is there a market for it? Like, are there people out there buying this type of information? And you know, you can look a lot of places to find out. So, you know, Google Trends is a good place. Online forums, Facebook groups. Like, the, are there any Facebook groups around your topic? Are you know, look on Amazon. Are there books on the topic? Are there magazines on the topic? That will give you a pretty good idea if there's a market, right? Like, are people consuming this information? And then you want to mm. look around and see, okay, well, who else is selling things to this market? So who else is out there and what are they selling to them? And what are the price points of what are they selling? And do they have multiple products that they sell to the mm. market, you know? Um, because not all markets are created equal, right? Like some markets like the, you know, well, the coaching, like the coaching market, the coaching market is a, a pretty hungry market because coaches really, they want information. They're looking for information, right? So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of opportunity to put out a lot of different courses and a lot of coaches would buy all of them because they're that <laughs> market where they're used to doing that, right? Um, yeah, other yeah. markets might not be that way. So if you already have an idea, I would say before you put your product together, you you say, okay, well, are there people buying this? Are there other people selling? And then you look at it and you go, okay, well, what are they selling to the market? Is it online courses? Are they selling video courses? Are they selling reports? Are they selling books? That will give you an idea of how to structure your content because you can just look and see what other people are already doing that's working. And I say, don't mm-hmm. try to reinvent the wheel. Just do what you see is already working. And then... Mm-hmm. You need to like the the secret to making a great online course is to identify the pain points of your market, Mm -hmm. the buyers, Mm -hmm. and then just make courses around those pain points. So, um, for instance, people, you know, freelancers and graphic designers and website designers, those those people, a big pain point for them is getting new clients and building recurring income. So mm. if you look at what we do at Offline Sharks, almost all of our courses and products are built around those two things, showing them how to get clients and how to build recurring income, right? Well, yeah. Because those are the big points and that's what they need help with, right? So mm. now 
at this point, you know, like we can just survey the people that buy from us and be like, Hey, what do you want to know about? And then we can build courses around that stuff. In the beginning, you may not have that option, or you may be the other type of person that has no idea what they're going to sell. Like they want to do an online business, but they have no idea what they want to do. Right. Yeah. So if you're that type of person. What I recommend you do is again, look around at what's out there. Like what interests you, you know, if you're interested in SEO or you're interested in social media or you're interested in personal development, like look around in those markets and see what people are doing, you know, identifying if it's a good market or not. And then one thing you can do is start to build an audience before you even put a course together. And it's, it's a lot easier to do today than ever before because Facebook groups make it pretty easy. Mm -hmm. So one thing you could do is like you identify a topic. Like I think I could, I could, you know, I could make some, I could make some courses about this topic or that's a market I'd be interested in being in. So you could create a Facebook group around the topic, mm -hmm. start getting the word out. Like, Hey, if you're interested in this, come join my Facebook group, maybe even run some ads to get people in. Now you have these people in a controlled environment that are in your market that are interested in your topic, right? Yeah, yeah. Now you could just start sharing information about the topic, right? You don't even have to, we'll talk about this in a second, but you could start sharing information about the topic, pointing out things that interest you. Then you can start asking them, like, what are you looking to learn? Like you can put polls in the group, like you can start to just ask them what they want to learn about. Mm. And then you can build courses and products around that. And now you may think like, well, I mean, what if I'm not an expert in those things? Like, yeah, you don't have to be, you know, um, for me. So like when I had that very first little bit of success with my agency, like it didn't make me rich. Like I didn't have thousands of clients, you know, I, I maybe had 20, 30 clients that I had gotten over the course of the year. Not that many, but I was just far enough ahead of people that don't have any clients that I could show them what to do, right? So you don't really have to be, you don't have to be the quote guru, and I'm certainly not a guru. You don't have to be the quote expert. It's, if you're out there taking action and you're sharing what is happening to you as you're taking action, people actually resonate with that a lot more because you just seem to be just like them, mm -hmm. right? You're just one of them out there doing what they're trying to do and they're getting to learn from you doing it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's that's wonderful, and uh, thank you so much for sharing all those uh, great information. And you are you are on this mission to share really these information also on your podcast, which is again, what's the secret? What the gurus won't tell you about making seven figures, seven figures online. So this is really helpful to people, and uh, Facebook groups are um, really an awesome way to. Uh, to build an audience and get in touch with people, ask questions and figuring out pain points, as you mentioned, and build a service, build something around those pain points and also maybe desires because those people have pain points and desires. And if you can solve them, you know, you can have a product, which is, which is amazing. And so I was just wondering if someone, so first of all, two questions uh, came to my mind. Like uh, when it comes to scaling your business, let's say from six figures to seven figures, what's what's this all about? Like, is it building a team? Uh, what would you tell people? And also, anyway, I forgot the other question, but this was one of my questions. Like, yeah, what, sure, what, no, does, that... what, what does it take really to, you know, to go from seven, uh, six figures to seven figures? Yeah, you know, honestly, like getting to the first... 500,000 was the really hard part. Like going from 500,000 to crossing that seven figure line wasn't as hard as getting the first $500,000 a year because, you know, you're so new, you're just figuring everything out, right? Like a lot of times you just feel like you're flying by the seat of your pants. You're, you know, you're learning things, you're adjusting, you're trying new stuff. Yeah. And, you know, as you start to grow, you, you start to systemize like, one of the things that happens is you you find there are certain things that you're having to do all through your days that are keeping you from focusing on the big picture, like answering support and, you know, uh, doing things like that, things that need to get done that when you're growing a business from scratch and 
you know, my business partner and I, we were on less than a shoestring budget. So like we were doing everything ourselves, right? Mm. We were, we were doing it all between the two of us. And you find yourself like doing so much of that stuff that you can't focus on really getting bigger. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to start bringing other people in to help and relinquishing some of those tasks. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing we did was started bringing on some support people. So we had we had team members in our agency. So like we brought on web developers and people to do the SEO for us so we could not have to. So all we had to do in our agencies was bring in clients and we could let our team behind the scenes handle all the fulfillment mm-hmm. and that gave us the time to focus on offline sharks right yeah yeah so once offline sharks started to grow we just did that same thing so we started bringing in support people to handle the support desk and you know just as we've gone along we've added more and more people you know now we have a team of gosh i think we're over 10 people now like we have an operations guy we have you know, we have three or four support people. We have a web developer. We have a social media person. We have an HR person. And all of them work remotely, by the way. Like, we just communicate with them through Slack. Yeah, yeah. And That's awesome. So, you know, that our goal right now is, like, we're trying to do more of that. Like, what are, you know, our, one of the things we talk about a lot in our company and with our, our students and customers is RPA which are revenue producing activities. Mm, And your goal is to be focusing on revenue producing activities. So whenever you're not, you have to adjust. And so our goal with bringing on a team is to have them handle all of that so that Nick and I can focus on the revenue producing activities, which in our case is strategy, figuring out, you know, what's, what are the next products going to be? What are other ways we can bring value to the group? What are things we can add in? creating content, you know, Nick has a great YouTube channel. I launched the podcast, right? Like being able to do stuff like that, participate in the Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, So, you know, you really have to bring a team on so you can continue to do those high level things and all the other stuff that needs to happen, you know, down through the company and get done. Um, One thing I would say, like, I know I mentioned Facebook groups as a way to start, but that's not the only way, right? Like you Mm -hmm. could start a YouTube channel, you could start a podcast. Like there's lots of other ways to start building an audience and figuring out, you know, what resonates with them and, Mm. you know, and being able to survey them. Obviously, whatever you're doing, you know, it's always good to start building an email list as early as possible. That's a huge asset no matter what business you're doing, everybody should be doing that. Yeah, it's super awesome. Uh, thank you so much, really, for sharing those great insights again. Uh, super useful, super simplified, and um, really great. Podcast is a great way to build an audience, and you pointed this out. Like like building this audience is important because then you can survey those people, ask questions, communicate with them figuring out the pain points, desires. And uh, yeah, I think that's a key. And in your podcast, you talked about this in one of your episodes, like the audience part, or maybe one of your articles. Like that's that's a, that's a huge part because if you don't have an audience, like you don't really have a, you, you don't really have people to communicate with, right? Yeah, and it's never too soon to start trying to build an audience or like at least if you, you know, if you're not building an audience, like hanging out in forums and groups around your topic and then just seeing what, just paying attention to what people are talking about, the questions Mm. they're asking, you know, what are things they're complaining about? What are things that they think are good? Like, you know, you just being aware of people, of what they're, you know, what they're talking about is a big part of that. And, you know, I'll give you, do I have time to give you a quick example of of this? Yeah, sure. sure. So, so the first, so before I launched my, my, my main product, uh, Mm -hmm. I I did exactly what I said. I started a Facebook group. It's not around anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I put out on my personal Facebook feed, like, Hey, I'm starting this Facebook group around entrepreneurship. If you're interested in that, come and join. I was able to get like 50 people in this group just from kind of putting the word out. As soon as I got 50 people in there, I made a post in the group and I was like, hey, I've been doing this thing where I do this, I do this mailer, I send it out to people in the community. I'm going to do a live training and show you exactly how I'm doing it. I was able mm-hmm. to make, you know, $7,000 in seven days. If you're interested, it's 150 bucks and you'll get the recording. Here's a link. And I sold like four, right? So, I, yeah. I mean, from the time that I started the group till I did that training was like, 
it probably wasn't even two weeks. And then I just did the whole training live. So these people came on. I had like a mind map. I did it in GoToWebinar. I just went through the mind map, explained everything to them. I gave them like all my templates and things that I had created for my business. Mm. And that was when I was like, okay, this, this digital product thing, I have something here, right? So now I was able to take that training and then just break it up into little pieces. And that became my first product that I released kind of to the mass public. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. So, you know, there's a couple of, I think really good lessons in there too. One is like, you know, try to get to monetizing as quickly as possible. And also, you know, you can create your content live. Like you could, you can make a training that could be a three or four week training and you just do every, a different part of the training each week. And then you're getting paid to create the course that you then mm. package up in a ClickFunnels members area. And then you can sell that repeatedly over and over. Right. So yeah. there's no reason to wait. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. So I think I answered your question. Did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you wanted to share this example, which is which is amazing. And I, I totally agree that you can start some kind of a pilot uh, program and bring people in and build a course while you are already teaching what you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it doesn't have to be very many people. It can just be three or four people just to validate your idea and test it out. And And you'll get feedback from those people. They'll tell you, like at the end, if you ask them, like, what did you like about this course? What did you not like about it? Like, is there something you wish I would have covered that I didn't? And then you can take those answers and make the course better for mm -hmm. when you release it. Wow, that's super awesome. And this is something I'm working on right now. Um, so I'm going to launch a podcast online course very soon, like how to create your own podcast from scratch. And so I'm working on this. So this is super super useful and also for the listeners and i was just wondering if you know the listeners are wondering uh if you can help them with this or if you have a online course connected to this topic like how to build an information uh business or online course like do you have something for them on offline sharks yeah so offline sharks is really about you know, growing a local agency, right? So if any of your listeners are website designers, if they're, mm -hmm. you know, if they're freelancers, if they're graphic mm -hmm. designers, there's a lot of great stuff on there for them about getting clients, growing a business, getting to six figures and beyond all that kind of stuff. Mm. If you're looking to, you know, strictly for the online side of things, that's what uh, tomgaddis.com is all about and my podcast. And I, I don't really have a course yet on this topic. I'm just sharing it there because Really, I just want to get the information out, right? Like yeah. being able to do this has changed my life. And I think it can absolutely change anyone else's life as well. And so I want to get the information out there, you know? Um, mm. So one of the things that I did put together uh, was a special um, e-guide for listeners of your podcast. And if if they actually head over to tomgaddis.com forward slash mindset, there's a page where they can download my Milk It Method e-guide, and it's got a breakdown of all, you know, the market, the idea, the launch, the ka-ching, and useful links and things in there so that they can, you know, wow, get going with that method and get things started. So that's what I would recommend for them. Yeah, that's that's super awesome. Thank you so much for yeah putting this together. I'm going to share this uh, in the show notes um on our website mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast and i'm always sharing these resources in my facebook group as well so um that's a connection group for for the guests and the listeners also um people can join the group at mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation and um yeah tom uh first of all thank you so much for sharing these great insights i was just wondering um when it comes to books, I always ask my guests about book recommendation, uh, book recommendations. If the listeners, you know, just want to read something like, do you have something in mind that you would uh, specifically recommend to the listeners? It can be business books, uh, mindset, psychology that somehow helped you or transform your life. Yeah, I, there's a book by Michael Masterson called Ready, Fire, Aim mm -hmm. that I think is a fantastic book. And also a book that I think should be required reading for anybody who wants to be in the, the 
online marketing space is a book by Brian Kurtz and it's called over deliver. Mm. And, um, it's, it just has really great stuff about operating a marketing business with integrity, right. Wow. And, and leading with value and things like that. So I think those, those two books are, I mean, I'm a book nut. If you could see where I'm <laughs> sitting, like there's probably 200 books behind me on the wall, <laughs> all on marketing and it's like, you know, all that stuff. So I love that stuff. Um, I'm a book, you know, yeah. I, I'm addicted to them. I get a, t- I'm, I think I ordered three or four new ones today. And, uh, yeah. so, but th- those two are two good ones to start with, um, over deliver, which is a, a newer book and then, um, ready fire aim, you know, is another really good one. And that's a slogan people should keep in mind. Ready, fire, aim. That's a lot about what we talked about on the podcast, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Ready, fire, and then figure it out after you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that and taking action. Because you mentioned in the very beginning, uh, like taking action was a really game changer for you. Like people can read those books and then also take action. So make sure to take action. And I just want to make sure that we, you know, talk a little bit about your podcast and where people can find you just once more and what they can expect when they tune into your show. Because there are some series and what are you planning to share and talk about? Sure. So you can find the podcast and all that kind of stuff at TomGaddis.com. You can download the free Milk It Method e-guide at TomGaddis.com forward slash mindset. And so on the podcast, really like, so I've broken it down into seasons. So season one is really about mindset. Uh, one of the things that, you know, when I made that kind of realization, like it's about taking action, I got really wrapped up in action, action, action. And as I've kind of matured as an entrepreneur, I've started to realize like the reason why I couldn't take the action was because I didn't have my mindset right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, more recently, I think it's, I've been thinking more that it's important for people to get their mindset right. And then, you know, then start moving forward. So at the What's the Secrets podcast, season one was really about mindset, getting started, you know, tips, techniques, things that have helped me over the years to do that. And then season two is all about the milk it method. And so what I do is I I, you know, I break down each step in the milk it method and then I have a a special guest to talk about that. Like for mm-hmm. instance, uh I think today the market, you know, the market episode mm-hmm. went live and then next week there's going to be an interview with Brian Kurtz who um if if your listeners don't know who Brian is, he's He's like a direct marketing master. He was one of the guys behind Boardroom. And one of his mentors was Eugene Shorts, who wrote Breakthrough Advertising. And he worked with Gary Bensavinga and Dan Kennedy, like just a lot of really big direct marketing superstars. And so that's kind of the what's going on in season two right now. And then as we progress through, I'm just going to continue to dive into those topics and things about growing a seven figure online business. So, you know, once we have that strategy, that's great. That gives us the framework to work in, but then we're going to start to dive into the, the specifics of how, you know, of the other things we need to do along the way, like building an email list, copywriting, um, you know, creating a community. How do we do those things as well as we're going, building a membership Mm -hmm. uh, program, uh, things like that. So I know I have plenty of content to keep that thing going for forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing again. My last question is always, um, Tom, what is your mission and how do you see yourself in the future and also your business like as a, as a vision for offline charts, or maybe you have something different in your mind? No, well, you know, I really believe, I think Jay Abraham wrote or said somewhere that when you, you know, when you have some success at something, you have a moral obligation to turn around and teach the person behind you how to do it. People that are on the same path. And that has become more and more, you know, really strong in my, and, and how I want things to proceed. Like I feel, you know, the, the, when I said earlier, you know, it's kind of surreal when people say, Oh, you have a seven figure business. It is surreal because to me, you know, like I'm just this average, like I was a restaurant manager for God's sakes. Like there, I don't have any, like I wasn't some super smart 
copywriter, direct marketer. Like I was just a restaurant manager that knew how to build some WordPress websites and do a little bit of SEO. And yet I was able to apply those principles that we talked about in this episode and really grow something great. And so what that tells me is like anyone could do this. There's nothing really special. I'm not a guru. I'm not any of that stuff. And so, you know, I really feel like what my mission has become is to relay that message to other people. Like you don't have to be special to do these things. Anyone can do them if you, you know, if you just know the blueprint and what goes behind them, like it, it's doable by anybody that's willing to take the action. And and I think that's another part. Online businesses really get a bad rap because, you know, people think that, oh, you just sit around in your underwear and make money online. Like they're looking for that quick fix. And I can tell you from personal experience, running an online business is a lot of work. If you're looking for a get rich quick, do not start an online business. <laughs> it it takes a tremendous amount of effort to get it off the ground, get it started and really grow it, you know, to to where you want it to be. So but if you're willing to do that and I'm not and the thing is, like, it does take effort, but it's fun, right? Like it's an exciting business to be in. So if you're not afraid of putting in a little bit of effort and doing some work and kind of feeling like you're walking around in the dark sometimes, but you're okay with that. Like it's a great business to be in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. What a wonderful mission. Um, that's, that's really awesome. Don't be afraid to be lost for a while, I would say. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing all those incredible insights. And one other thing I would say too, a saying that I, I tell my kids this all the time and people in our community is don't let failure go to your head. Wow. You know, and people, People always say, don't let success go to your head. But I say, don't let failure go to your head. Like, be okay with it. Like, get out there, try stuff. And if you fail, who cares? Like, just try something different. Keep going. Like, we tend to have this feeling that if we try something and it doesn't work out, that we're never going to be able to recover. And again, my experience has kind of shown me that that's just, that's a false reality. Like yeah. you can get out there, try something. If it doesn't work, just try something different. Most people will never even remember you tried the first thing, you know, Yeah. but just keep going. Never let failure go to your head. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I agree. And we haven't talked about this maybe next time where people can tune into your show and, and listen to the mindset principles. But my podcast is also focusing very much on, you know, how people can overcome these uh, fear of failure, also um, limiting beliefs or insecurities or imposter syndrome. So that's why I focus on personal development as well, because when it comes to this entrepreneurial journey, it's like something big that can hold people back. I, I truly believe that sometimes it's not about, you know, if you can learn things like you can read the books, uh, you can learn the information, but are you ready? Like your identity, um, your mindset, your perception of how you perceive things like failure, you know, positive, negative, like, are you ready to, you know, just uh, move forward and don't give up? So you're a huge inspiration to me and to the listeners. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed this. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. So I, I hope I hope the listeners got a lot of value out of that. And uh, excited to hear any comments. If anybody ever wants to reach out, ask me questions, fire away. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.